Well, thanks, Brian, for joining us. And we'll start with this. I did see the tweet earlier this week about Evan only having the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines available. And, of course, with the Johnson & Johnson news coming out this week about the pause, you guys don't have any allocations of those, so appointments seem to be okay on your end? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we still continue to appoint uh, uh, patients for both primary and secondary doses. And really, to date, uh, Evangelical, we haven't received any uh, Janssen vaccine. So, again, as you stated, it didn't impact our current services and our offerings today. And how the logistics been for you guys now that every adult in Pennsylvania is eligible? Are the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines still plentiful now? How many doses have you been receiving from the state? We continue to receive our allocation uh, that we put out for request for Department of Health. So on average, we receive about 1,200 vaccines, those being Pfizer uh, primarily uh, to date. And uh, really, you know, through that smoothing process I talked about prior uh, with your team of we really are now at a point that, uh, as a vaccine provider, we have security and uh, of vaccine uh, week to week. Uh, so we we continue to push out schedules and to continue to appoint people uh, further out through again this month and into may so really today you know there really isn't a concern for vaccine insecurity uh, from receiving shipments from the state but really whereby now just really opening it up and, and allowing folks or participants to, to call in and be scheduled well that certainly is great news to hear considering all the news surrounding johnson and johnson and glad to see you guys haven't been really impacted too much about that and i know at the beginning of this vaccination process I know the high amount of call volume you guys received was kind of challenging for you at first. What's that rate like now, and how do people make appointments? Yeah, great question. Uh, so, you know, really today we, we offer two two ways that you can really contact Evangelical to receive vaccine. Uh, one is through an online registration form, and it's uh, through our Evan website, and you just hit our virus uh, link page. That gets you to a request form. Uh, and if you complete that request form, you'll just put your name and telephone number, and you'll receive a call really within two to, to three days uh, as we continue to call those folks. Uh, but the second option uh, would be just calling our hotline directly. Uh, that's Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And when you contact, you'll get a live agent, and they can really schedule you at this point really live uh, through that call process. So really, there's two avenues, and really depend on the individual and what their availability is. Um, but again, if that call does come out, it gives the option, uh, that online request form, that um, someone will contact you to, to make that appointment. So, you know, today, you know, the line isn't long. So if you call in today, um, we can certainly get you a pointed. Uh, we, we were anticipating uh, the, really the phones to kind of uh, really take off this past week, and really it, it's, we've been able to meet the demand, in other words, uh, through both that online request form and through our hotline. So, you know, I just encourage those uh, participants that are seeking vaccine to go ahead and give us a call or reach out through our online request form, and we'll certainly get you scheduled for a vaccine. During this whole entire process, have you guys been needing to make any personnel additions to make sure you guys can handle the amount of calls you, you guys get at that hotline? Yeah, throughout the whole process, we've really, um, you know, just adapted to what the needs are, the demands, uh, whether it's through our scheduling uh, process or maybe on the on-site uh, when we are administering vaccines. Uh, and so that, that staffing level changed just based on demand on, you know, for example, on our primary 
days when we're giving those first doses, uh, it, it does require a little more registration information than when you come back for your second dose because um, that information is already in the system. So we really just ebb and flow our, our staffing based on what the demand or, or what that uh, resource need is for the day. And the next thing we wanted to touch on was the amount of vaccine hesitancy that's been going around in the public, and that's kind of been heightened now after the news with Johnson & Johnson. What have you guys at Evangelical been doing to address that, and has how's that been among staff as well? And what would be the main message, especially after the Johnson & Johnson news this past week? Yeah, we certainly understand why some individuals uh, may hesitate to receive the vaccine, and we respect those concerns. And, and really with what we try to promote is uh, just education among uh, uh, folks that are requesting vaccine or, or, or making a decision whether or not they want to receive the vaccine. So as, as a healthcare organization, you know, we, we encourage uh, uh, those participants to either contact their primary care provider or you know, maybe they see a specialist for some sort of chronic condition to just talk about how that may affect uh, their current health status. You know, there's other options, whether you, you know, look online for education, uh, there's opportunity to call into our hotline, and they can help answer questions as well that you may have around the vaccine. But again, we just hire, we just encourage you to, to go out and be educated. And again, uh, we have several uh, healthcare individuals here that can help uh, answer questions, or you may have establishment with your, with your own primary care physician to, to help answer your questions. How has vaccine hesitancy been among staff at this point? You know, currently, we're, we've vaccinated nearly 65% of our uh, hospital staff, and we just continue to work with our staff and with our clinics this present uh, time to, to get folks vaccinated. So, again, uh, much like the community, uh, you know, there's mixed feelings one way or the other, but again, not uh, understanding everyone and, and their hesitancies. We just try to educate and address any concerns they may have. And now we want to go to what, we, what we've seen recently, too, in addition to all these concerns relating around the vaccine right now, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, vaccine hesitancy has been the rise in cases across Pennsylvania. We've seen some of that in our area as well. And that's what we've seen from the Department of Health numbers over the last week or so. You guys have still been relatively low. I know you went kind of went back to just one ICU since the decrease in cases happened several months ago. Were, were, were things like now in terms of hospitalization increases, any concern about that? and any concern about seeing the rise in cases across the state? So as a, as a healthcare organization, again, we continue to monitor uh, both local uh, and regional um, uh, you know, rates as they continue to either rise or lower based on um, uh, you know, the given day or the week. You know, here, we, we continue to test um, uh, at our testing site in Lewisburg. Um, we were Monday through Friday, um, we we're available for testing. We see anywhere between 80 to 100 individuals per day that come through that testing location, as well as we're testing when folks come through our emergency de uh, department, uh, whether they come in for respiratory illness or we're looking at, um, uh, you know, an admission to our hospital. Uh, we are taking all safety precautions and measures and doing testing as well. So, you know, here as a hospital, you know, we feel we're putting the staff and the, and the patients safe as what we're doing as far as the testing side of it. You know, with the rise uh, of cases locally here, we've been able to manage um, uh, with uh, our current state. Uh, and again, we had seen our real high peak times um, in the, um, we'll say October through the February timeframe, and then things had come down. And like you said, we've 
seen a little bit of an increase, um, but again, we've been able to meet those demands. It hasn't disrupted or interrupted any of their services that we're offering here today uh, at Evangelical. So we'll just continue to manage uh, work within our own organization and other healthcare partners in the community to to really address um, uh, you know any any issues as they result with increased spikes of of COVID. And in seeing these rise in cases across the area and across the state. Does it force you guys at EVAN to have some contingency plans in place to go back to how things were, unfortunately were, when you had multiple ICU units and you had lot, a lot more patients? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I tell you, that's where what we did very well um, this past fall where, you know, the spring we didn't see much, but we had a real downturn of services. And then we brought services back online. Then again, as I said, in October, really took a downturn of services and, and really addressed the acute care side of things. Here at Evangelical, we're still working in a pandemic status. Um, so we continue to follow our policy and procedures. And we have different triggers that would trigger us to, to again, to either, um, you know, slow down services or stop services if we had to pull those resources to care for patients on the acute care side. But I just say to you and really the community that we're here, um, that we're monitoring and, and we continue to, to support what the needs are, not just locally here at the community, but again, looking regionally to see what's going on around us. So we, we try to be as proactive as we can and, and prepare um, uh, based on either testing results or what we hear from other organizations uh, uh, regarding their current uh, uh, bed statuses. I do want to get back to the testing real quick. How much, sure. h- how have the numbers been lately? I know there's been kind of the concern from the state level of the amount of decreasing levels of testing. How's that been for, for evangelical and has that been increased because of the rising cases? Did you see a decrease at one point? How would you assess that? You know, it's we definitely have seen a decrease in testing um, uh, as, as you know, folks coming in for, you know, more surveillance testing, I guess, as you will. I don't know whether we're describing it, just, you know, folks that were, you know, concerned of whether or not they've been exposed or not. I mean, we have seen some decrease in testing. However, over the last, you know, two weeks, we had over, you know, we completed over 500 uh, tests on individuals, and like I said, about 80 to 100 individuals per day. Again, it's a decrease from where we were in prior weeks, but we still continue to see folks coming out for testing. And again, I think the big takeaway of this is is that you know, if you feel you're sick, uh, and, and really try to minimize that and, and just stay home. And, you know, whether you come in for testing that the, the physician orders it or you want to be tested to see if, you know, from that exposure. But, you know, folks continue to mask, use physical distancing, you know, wash hands, and again, stay home when you're sick. Those are all things we can do to, to hopefully, you know, stop the spread. Brian, before we let you go, any other final words of, of advice or anything that we didn't cover that you've noticed over the last several weeks, several months or so? during this whole entire time of vaccinations and this possible rise in cases? Anything else to add? No, I would just say, you know, from a vaccine standpoint, um, you know, as a, as a member of the community or as you, you know, look to get on to a, a vaccine registration to, to receive that vaccine, if you happen to get an appointment to another vaccine site, I highly encourage you to, to notify that other uh, provider, that vaccine provider, that you're no longer going to hold that appointment. We certainly, you know, you know, want folks, you know, kind of shopping for vaccine to where they can get it sooner. Again, right now we're appointing folks out about two weeks. So today, if you call, you know, you can be appointed really within two weeks. 
and we just ask that once you get that appointment, just stick with that appointment, um, even if maybe you can get it at another site, because for us as a vaccine provider, it's important that we maintain our counts. And again, no doses go wasted. Um, and we, we have folks and participants, uh, uh, you know, show us what we're, we're scheduled to do. So again, just encourage whether you're registered here at Evangelical or at any other organization, if you do get a vaccine in their location, just to, just to make that notification call that you, you have received your vaccine and to uh, take you off the list.